The following content is provided under a Creative Commons license. Your support will help MIT OpenCourseWare continue to offer high-quality educational resources for free. To make a donation or view additional materials from hundreds of MIT courses, visit MIT OpenCourseWare at ocw.mit.edu. Okay, so um, the way the, this day is going to be um, set up is we've got one hour to go um, Philip, me, and Drew will go to each team and we're going to talk with each team about your vision statement, your updated vision statement, if you, um, you should have one by now, um, your product backlog you just turned in and your sprint task list you just turned in. Um, the main thing we want to talk about is just some more detailed um, discussion um, based on the presentations you gave as well. So what are you doing over the next week and a half? What do we think the biggest issues are? Um, what are your plans for, for Thanksgiving? And not working during Thanksgiving, um, hopefully. And we'll go in that order. So heat wave, hello wave, snap, cholera, and awesome cholera. Um, it should only take about five to 10 minutes per team, um, unless you have more questions. Um, and then after that, you are free to depart or work in class. We've got the room till four as well. Um, before we do that, Philip had some generalized feedback. So. Um, after looking through all of the, uh, the, the, the state of the, the, the projects in terms of the deliverables that you handed us, when we looked through the product backlogs, we noticed something fairly consistent among all of the teams. And that was, uh, you know how you have these columns, right? You have your serial number, or your item number of your task, the description of the task, usually who it's assigned to, and then you know, your priority list. Well, first of all, everybody sent us this list sorted by uh, serial number rather than my priority list. That's not so bad uh, because we can always just resort it ourselves. The problem was that the priorities were something like task, task one was priority one, task two was priority one, task three was priority one, task four was priority one, task five is priority two, and then it goes two, 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 three, 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 three. Um, and that, um, if you get granular enough, that might be fine, but I'm a little bit worried that's not quite granular enough when it comes to your priority levels. Everybody seems to have about three to four levels of priority, and you get these huge swaths of tasks that all have the same priority. So you don't actually know which one's more important. Now, you might be thinking, well, they're all assigned to different people. So you know, for everybody who, is, uh, who has a set of tasks, they have a priority one task and they know what they're supposed to be doing right away. And that's true for the individual. The problem is that if you've got, I'm just going to bring this up. Okay. If you've got, okay, so say this, what the? Oh, here we go. Say this is, your, this is your product backlog and you've got a chunk of priority one tasks, priority two tasks, priority three tasks, and you know, each one of these tasks have been assigned to you know, some individual person. Maybe you've got something like all your priority one uh, uh, stuff done. All right, all that is cleared, all the most important things got done, you're fine. So now you're somewhere dealing with all your priority two tasks. And some, some of them are done, some of them are not done. Hopefully you're finishing off a priority two task before you get to your priority, your priority three tasks. And you know, so this is person A, this is person B, this is person C, and person C's done their job, you know, person B's done their job, and person A is still working on it. How complete is your game, actually? Your game's only as complete as A, as, uh, it, it, it's not, it, it's, it's only as complete as person A is capable of finishing their task. So if you've got like a giant list of priorities, if I were to take this list of priority one, priority two, priority three, and force sat you down and went through the arduous process of actually giving each individual task a separate priority number so that you could actually sort it and rank it, I'm not going to do that because I know it takes a heck of a long time, but if I were to do that, what you'll find most likely is that you've got a bunch of tasks that are done, you have an undone task, a bunch of tasks that are done, an undone task, and then you know, some stuff done, and a whole bunch of undone tasks. And the game's only this done. You are not here. You are not here. You are here. That's, and you need to be able to see that as a team. You need to be able to actually see 
how, what is the highest, most important thing that's still not completed? Right now, at the level of granularity that we're looking at all of your product backlogs, all of your product back backlogs don't quite have that level of granularity. But it is possible that in your head you actually have that level of granularity, that you actually know in your team what that highest level undone task is, even though they all have the same priority. They're all priority two tasks or something like that. So uh, something that will be useful when, before you depart uh, class today uh, is to actually figure out of all of the things that are the highest priority and undone right now, what is really the most important thing? Um, and who's responsible for that, right? You know, uh, in fact, all of your highest priority tasks uh, should all be assigned to somebody. And you should have a good sense of what order or priority they are. Because not everybody who's been assigned a task is actually going to be able to complete the task before the next time you, you meet. And the next time when you meet, when you actually check in and you discover some tasks are done and some tasks haven't been done, you need to know how much progress your team actually made towards completion of the game. Uh, otherwise, you may say, oh, we got five out of our six tasks. Only that one task that didn't get, un that, that didn't get done turns out to be the most important thing, which means you, have, you actually haven't made enough progress on, on, on your game at all. And you need to know that so that you can actually start to cut features, scope down, do all the things that we talked about in re regarding sort of, ki of crisis, crisis control for your team. So we'll talk a little bit more with each individual team about that, but that's a conversation that you should be having within your, your own team of, what, of all your highest priority tasks, which one's actually the highest priority. Okay. All right. So take a minute just to, to meet up with your team, and we're going to go to Heatwave in one minute. Uh, also, um, make sure you've got a, a playable version of your game, because Drew would like to see it. He was not available um, for the, the presentations. Yep. Uh, mainly I wanted Drew to play, since he had, he's played it during the playtest, and there might have been some stuff that changed. So, just want to be clear, cat catching on fire is painting? Equivalent, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's all right. A, it's a metaphor. It's meant to evoke yes. an emotional response. Yes. It does that? Oh my god, they're all dying. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Go inside. No. Okay, uh, well. Something you should know is the dialogue system, the back end's working, but we actually haven't put the content in yet. Um, the dialogue will be much more educational and, and have choices, and which have, yeah. it currently doesn't. <laughs> okay. Sure. You guys are going to want to ask me something right now. I don't have an introduction. Well, you, you, eventually, you eventually will. Yeah, yeah. Will, it's currently the Space Invaders style. You will eventually die. <laughs> yes. Um, so I've got the old um, uh, vision statement. Did you make a new version of it, and is that on Stellar right now? No, it is not. I okay. didn't realize if we needed it for today because it wasn't on the homework site. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Then um, just... Um, um, I'll, re I'll redo it today. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's... I should have put that on the In terms of the thing. task breakdown, it's actually pretty much the same, and the overall vision, I haven't looked at it in a while, but I think most of our goals are the same. Yeah, yeah it actually looked pretty... So it's it's like vaguely when you're reading through the old 30 seconds of play gameplay, it feels like this game. A lot of these elements are in there. We haven't um, had any major design changes in okay. terms of that. So between um, Monday and today, has anything new gone on the, the, the cutting, the chopping block? Is any are any other features getting Monday cut? Monday is when I, the product backlog was new. Yeah, yeah. No, um, we cut secondary scenes mm -hmm. and. Everything else seemed doable because a lot of it. The only the only other thing that could possibly be cut is items breaking over yep. time. Um, everything else is actually in progress and just being improved upon. Okay. Um, so they might not break. It might be that once you've installed an umbrella, it lasts forever, kind of thing, or water fountain, or whatever we choose. Okay. But everything else is in progress, and I really think we're on track to get okay. it. Okay. 
So you, you said a lot of the content you have to get in is the dialogue, and you're also going to be doing some new artwork for the yes. characters. Is Julia the only person doing artwork on that? She is the only person doing Is she artwork. also doing dialogue? No. Uh, no. I, 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 all the background stuff was for my UAP, so I was kind of really. Okay. Well, no, but I mean, is the, so is the, are, you all, are you still coding the dialogue system for this game? Um, so you're saying it's bugged? Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna we okay. test it. Yeah, yeah. That's just that was like the big, the big yeah. red flag when Philip and I were talking is that one we person that doing two important things. No, no. The dialogue is split between. Oh yeah, no, not the not the creation of the dialogue. That's yeah. not the thing we're concerned about. It's the creation of the art with that, with one person and that person also being the person in charge of your the back end for your dialogue. Okay, the back end. It was a lot of work, but again, it's like I was counting the dialogue to my UAP instead, so it's like it's like I was like really good. Okay. All right. <laughs> so if you if you have enough time during the day that I if do, that breaks I, I can get the art and you're doing both. Okay. All right. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, from our from our point of view, it's fine. These people are fine. These people are fine. Um, well, the issue with that is one of the main learning things about this game is choosing who you're going to try and That's help, true. and these people do not convey at all Absolutely. their characteristics, which okay. is why we're redoing the and art. And art is one way of doing it. Uh, Floating dialogue, floating boxes, another way of doing it. We floating boxes. Are they are broken or? We have you tried? them because they, we, we, they, they were just hard to read and like okay. we didn't have them moving with the characters, so like they would stay. Mm -hmm. Like we could have made them move, but we just decided it was better to redo the art than try and make the yeah. little catches. Oh yeah, that's. You guys don't think I need to do the art? Like, I'm not doing the art. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, like the art is awesome, but it is also a huge bottleneck. Uh, like, 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 like if 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 you fall sick. And th then a lot of the reliance on your art to be able to convey that very bit important that, that impo important information uh, falls through, and the project fails. If you don't fall sick and you get all your stuff done, your game just looks better and it's awesome. Yeah. So right. So. Yeah. Okay. Right, but I'm just thinking about you know like tinting the sprite or something like yeah. that. You know, like just uh, through software or something. What what else can you do that's a little so bit like as a backup? Right. So we could tint that red over time mm -hmm. and like have people starting at different levels of red. But I think, and that's actually something we might be looking into separately because uh, something Pablo talked to us about was wanting to convey that people are getting sicker over time. And yep. like maybe once you see, okay, somebody's turning red or has an exclamation point or some way of conveying mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. um, let's show the person that they're sick. I okay. mean, the users should need to know. But that's something we're doing as like a secondary thing because we want to focus primarily on making the game better as a whole. Okay. That's cool. Alright. Yeah, like, and all the things we're saying are not at all, do this. It's yeah, more, no, I, it's more of, think about this. We're flagging our concerns yeah. rather than and telling you how to solve it. Prove us wrong. Please. Alright, cool. The other thing we had was about um, tutorial and ramping up, right? Uh, well, actually more like ramping up. So, Right now, the game is frantic, right? It feels like you have to be everywhere all, at, at all places, and that's great for like somebody who knows how to play the game, and not so great for someone who's just learning how to play the game. So um, you already have this concept of days. I don't know if difficulty is ramping up over days, but yeah. So so maybe I mean just. Yeah, just starting with less people or reducing the rate in which people like fall over or something like that. Just like, how do you that ease people kind of into this situation? Because that depends on temperature right now. Right. So, the, so we it's just have more temperatures. The first couple days, we could definitely mm. do that. Yeah, you just make you know think about how you're going to ramp people in. That's definitely better than going to the expository tutorial route. You know, of the I'm just going to tell you everything that you need to know and hope you remember it when you play the game. Um, ease people into the experience. Yeah, and in fact, if it's just the case that you and if you have your high-risk person and you've got, if you've got your, your really core, like, you can tell how that might map to reality. And you don't need to tell me that they're at risk if they're the ones who keep dying like flies. I'll be like, oh my gosh, that, that's, that's kind of a visceral way to learn, to learn that lesson. Um, is the game, when you guys play the game, do you feel that you are winning it? No. no. <laughs> All right. So if you don't have it really high in your backlog, you probably should put it there. You need to do the gameplay balancing first, first thing, because you need to play test that 
even if you guys are, you can use your, yourselves as playtesters to some extent for difficulty, but keep in mind that if you think the game is hard, the game is impossible. If you think the game is easy, the game is hard. Well, I think the game's impossible right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, which has to do, I think we have like a bug where too many people show up, mm -hmm. um, which I think is something you notice also. It's sure. just like they're all on fire all at once. And I think we definitely, we only intend to start with like four or five people. And the fact that there's like 20 there yeah, yeah. is like an accident. We're fixing that. Sure. <laughs> you could easily have it, you know, they could arrive over the course of level or whatever. If yeah, that's definitely. Yeah. But, but yeah, I would say make sure that that gameplay piece mm -hmm. is really High. Definitely game balancing. Um, yeah. Have you all played Diner Dash at all? Is it free online? Uh, yeah. Yeah, have, yeah. yeah, you yeah. should be able to find at least a video of it. They're basically time management games, very similar to this one. You can um, take a look at those just to see how they ramp up difficulty and how easy it is when you first start compared to after about five minutes of play. And try to think of that, it might be as a baseline. I had a question. Mm -hmm. So, somewhere it says that we should have explicit end conditions for our game. That's ah. an explicit end condition. You die. Well, loss, loss is an end condition. Yeah. You can. Well, you don't technically ever lose, you just lose people. Also, <laughs> um, well, there should be so some point where I know that, okay, I can stop trying right now. I can try playing the game again. Um, we try to keep oh, it vague because every game is, is going to do it differently. Oh, okay. If it's a. You, you had a, the heat wave lasted four days and you ended those four days of heat wave or whatever, yep. and that heat wave is over, then, then you're done. Okay. We were just going to do it for like 20 people dead or something like that. Yeah, that that's fine too. Right now you've got whatever, you need, whatever is best for the project. You could actually do both, right? It's like if you, sub, if, if you keep this town going for 20 days without losing X number of people, you win. Otherwise, you lose. That's right. an aesthetic choice, I think. Yeah, the modern game trick is that all games have a win condition. But classic games didn't. They had a lose condition only. Yeah, you could yeah. be like a Tetris kind of thing, yeah. where you just, how long can you last? But summer doesn't last forever. If somebody goes for like, you know, 200 days, it's probably not <laughs> a heat wave anymore. Funny. That's funny. After 90 days, you're like, summer is over. No one's talking about heat wave. Wait for the sequel. Winter. That's <laughs> 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 true. Oh. Some parts of the world actually is heat wave all yeah. year round. Mm -hmm. like, Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Any other stuff? No, that's it. Last thing for me then is uh, product backlog item 20, menu, u menu user interface, oh, okay. a side menu. What is that? Yeah, so that's not actually well explained. That has to do with the installable items, which it's Roy kind isn't of here, but Roy's getting it. I see. Like the okay, cool. Like All right. Yeah. Cool. We just, we just weren't sure what, what yeah. you were talking about there, but that's enough. No. No, the, these documents are for you. As long as you understand what's going on, that's why Philip was saying, mm -hmm. yes, we didn't understand. There's probably some things in your head that you understand. But also, in case you didn't see that, then yeah. you wanted to go over that. Yeah. All right. So, Edwatch, was it red on there because it's high priority? No, red means it was cut. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no, and we like that. Like, ha cutting the features and leaving them there is fine. Sometimes, as a morale, removing them is also good. Have a party when you do that. Um, but as but as memory, they're they're good for institutional memory to know. Hey, we thought about this. We cut it later on. Oh, assuming you had another couple of weeks, we can go back to it. Almost every project I work on, I now have a do not do list. Like, <laughs> like this is the thing I thought about, and I really want to do it, and I'm gonna write down here so I know I'm not going to ever do it. Yes. So if later when I think about it, what about that? Oh, right. Hmm. Never do that. Never, Never do that because I don't have time. And so it's, it's really, I think it's, even if you don't, it goes on your main to-do list. It's, it's cool to have them there for a little bit, just so you remember. All right, we can cut that. Okay. Thank Thanks. You. And, and actually, the, so the vision statement isn't due until December 10th. Okay. It's just we wanted to, to give you the chance to make an update now if yeah. you could, but this discussion is fulfilling that, so that's good. Thank All right. You. Thanks. Have a great holiday. Cool. All right, Drew, when you're ready, go ahead and play. Yes. Oh, excellent. There's still some instructions which are missing from within the game. Okay. So um, I'll just explain those now. So the goal of the game is to build up your victory progress to 100%. Yep. And the way you do that is by setting your toys to build or... Um, or gather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you do that by clicking. So the story is like you brought your toys to the beach and they have these sandcastles, but then um, the waves, like if they cover the sandcastles, 
the toys will then take damage. Um, and they can only they can only get hit by the waves twice. They take damage if they start underwater or end underwater. And so, um, in order to prevent your toys from getting uh, swept under the waves, you can move them by clicking and dragging them to castles. Okay. And then they will move one castle at a time. So this sure. guy will move here. Okay. Here. Pretty much the same as yeah. during the playtest then last I saw. Oh. Okay. okay. And then the last thing you can do are you can hover over this to see what the predictions are, and you can oh, hover over the castles. Ah, the predictions are longer. Perfect. Excellent. I like that. I like that change. All right. Cool. I'm gonna say again. This toy is immune to water damage. But he does not immune being swept away. Ah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So. While he's playing, um, did you update your? Did you have a discussion about cutting features on any after Monday um, as a team? Yeah. Did you cut anything? Um, we cut like we cut like kind of any sort of big changes where we would like give people special abilities or like give any sort of uh, uh, give any sort of uh, like long tutorial kind of like that. Okay. Um, so you cut cut things you didn't he hadn't started yet, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Anything that if you had to cut today, like could you cut anything right now or does everything have to go in the way you thought about the game? Um so what we mainly have left is like UI changes, like make this a cloud so it fits into the theme of our game or mm -hmm. like add like arrows to show like where where they're gonna go yeah. and how they're going. Yeah. Okay. And so a lot of that would be, uh, um, yeah. a lot of that is uh, necessary to make sure that our game is standalone. But uh, I guess like worst case scenario, we make that a blob of text, which would be like absolute worst. Do you already case have the feature to do a blob of text? Um, yeah, that would like be. It's our, already in there, or yeah, that would be our menu screen. Okay. Uh, which we didn't show you, but cool. Okay. Um, for your vision statement, so it's um, I said. If you have a new one today, we'd like to see it. If you don't have a new one today, make sure you update your vision statement before you turn in the okay. game on the December 10th. Okay, yeah, uh, um, we do have an updated vision statement now. Oh, you do? Cool, yeah. cool, oh. then I'll review it. Okay. Um, the main, so Wait, we, we should reviewed, I submit it to Stellar, though? Yeah, submit it to Stellar, okay. submit it under the December 10th one, Okay. and then on December 10th, if anything else changes, resubmit it on the December 10th one. That's the one we're gonna use okay. and judge okay. the game by. Um, the main thing I saw on the one you have now is that just the 30 seconds of gameplay is really, really vague. So if you okay. changed that for this yeah. new one, then you, then you did good. Okay, yeah, we made it a lot more concrete now that we have a Great. more yeah. cool. concrete. Great, cool, that's exactly right. Um, so the biggest thing that Philip and I saw uh, was about your, um, basically about the representational art, the, the yeah. quality spent on the representational art compared to, to normal feed, other, other feedback. Yeah, so, so right now it is, the, the graphics that you have in the game look really cute and you know, they're attractive, they're alluring, they make people want to yeah, that's awesome. And then your UI isn't up to that. To that <laughs> right? You have this issue, and this happens in a lot of games, where the quality of one asset, or one kind of asset, is showing how far back the rest of your assets um, And um, this obviously means that you might be inclined to make sure that the rest of the stuff looks as good as, as what you've got. You know, things like the bar graph, for instance, is probably the most important part of the entire game is the bar graph. But it, it also <laughs> looks like the least visually polished thing that you've got on screen. Um, this, and also things like when you want to instruct your characters to move around, for instance, uh, you know, like you said, right now you have to explain it. But I expect to see some sort of visual feedback, UI feedback, when I have, say, instructed someone to move yeah, somewhere that's else. That's what we're playing here. We're playing here how right. to like, have like, the go destination and like, and the danger right now is that your the rest is that your characters and your sandcastles and your clouds have set the standard of visual quality that the rest of your stuff now needs to meet. Yeah. Which is uh, a pretty tall. I mean, you clearly have the skills to do it. The question is whether you have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what I'm worried about. That's sure. Because you don't just want people. I mean. It does, you, you want people to look at the, the, your characters when they're trying to think about whether they're going to play your game. When they're playing your game, you want them looking at that bar graph and where they're going. Right? Mm. And the <laughs> so when it, comes, when it comes to a feature like, okay, here's an arrow showing going from one place to another, 
Do you already have code in place to do that, but just you don't have the art asset? Do you have the art asset but not the code, or do you not have any of it? I think that was like our actually like highest priority feature to implement by like the end okay. of Thanksgiving weekend. So okay. that would be like our number one. But you're starting from zero and going. Yeah. Okay, cool. They have arrows showing that they are moving, but not where they're moving to. Yeah. Um, and do you have to click twice on a character? Is that correct? Um, no. No. Okay. It's just a click and hold. Yeah. But it, yeah. yeah. It's a little difficult. The cancel is is. I mean. Yeah, the no. cancel's intuitive to a computer programmer, but no one else. <laughs> is there sound? Uh, no sound. Okay. And how far are you with the sound? Is it a... potential like, background music, but we were trying to just, like, figure out which one we actually want to put in. Well, what about sound for... I click the thing, and sound for... Okay. All right. All right. Um, my recommendation on that stuff is don't worry about picking the right background music. Yeah. Put in stupid background music and then you will hear it, and then you'll be motivated to change it. But most importantly, you'll have proven that your code can support background music and clicks simultaneously, et cetera, et cetera, right? Which it can, because it's not hard, yeah. but, but just be safe, right? Put in placeholder sounds, put in placeholder art for whatever. Um, if it is, in fact, the case that you end up with your, you, with your, your, your cool, cute toys being more visually exciting than your UI, there's another way, another cheat you can do, which is to say, <laughs> lower the quality of your characters if you don't have time to improve the quality of your UI. Just, just, just pixelize that. <laughs> um, obviously, improving the quality of your UI is better. But again, these are what right. you, can, you can cope with that. But yeah, you do want people to focus on the right things. Yeah. From a usability standpoint, we're going to be more, we're going to be looking stronger at uh, I click a thing, it gives me f the sound, like um, an audio f feedback that I clicked a thing more than there's background music going on. Um, sure. That um, background music is an important aesthetic um, and, um, element that we're also going to look at. But when, when, when we're ranking our priorities, usability is higher than aesthetic. Yeah. Another thing is uh, right now for usability, um, there is no hint. So we're talking about so far about hints that where is this guy going, the guy is moving or not moving, whatever. But currently there's no clue that he's clickable. Except for the instructions, so, so you want him to react right. in some way. Like the easy, easy way is to make him bigger, right? And just scale them, right? So to have them scale up or something when they're when your mouse is over them or something. Just give us some some really simple clue. Um, doesn't have to be complicated code-wise, but you definitely need that cute clue. Also, the part where this guy, if he's this castle is perfectly safe, it's never in danger, um, is. Um, if I saw in your backlog, we got to figure out how to solve that problem. I would make that pretty high priority, actually higher priority than, than any polishing you're doing because your game currently has a pretty easy strategy of leave a guy there and click for 100 turns, right? Sure, you may never win, but you also, it's easy to never lose, certainly, but that's not interesting. Actually, no, this guy by himself doing nothing but, but building can win the game in 100 turns, right? So. Our so, proposed solution to that is after you lose two guys or one guy, you lose. Okay, cool. That's not there to put the implementation. Sure. Okay. All right, cool. Um, but I would try to make that sooner because your game is not. Make sure anything that your game is not done, like I feel like that is not done, right, if the game, if you have with that flaw. Um, and as you actually mentioned in your backlog, that this may add new tasks and bugs, because it will, right? Um, so make sure that that's relatively high priority. Um, I would say. Then you have to test all of that on people. Because yeah. you, you know, you're, you're going to have a different kind of bar graph, right? That's, that, that's what I'm getting from what you're describing. You're going to, you know, maybe rearrange the way how your fonts and your, and your progress bars and stuff appear. And all that's going to be understood differently by, by, by people who've never seen your game. And you need to get that information for time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, oddly, one thing that, the, that the, in some sense the poor bar graph tells me is that right now I know this is a bar graph. It's probably giving me information. So I should not figure out what that information is. As soon as you turn this into something that looks like a cloud or something, I might stop knowing that it's information. Oh, that's interesting. Right, so right now, I see it, I think to myself, what does it do? That's something you can really quickly paper prototype and get in front of people who've never seen this before. Yeah. In fact, you could take a screenshot of this, you need to stick it into Photoshop, put your thing on there. What does this mean? Yep. Random person on the street I've never met before. <laughs> Over Thanksgiving, for example. Um, so, but, but yeah, you don't need to put it in the game to test it. Okay. So, 
Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can get that bar graph to look like it's part of the scene while making it look like a bar graph. It doesn't necessarily need to be made out of clouds. It could be in a cloud. It could be projected on a cloud. It could be... Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. First things first. Um, on Monday, I mentioned um, look at a, try to do an updated vision statement. Again, yes. it's due December 10th. If you have one now and it's installer now, awesome. Um, yeah, we did not submit it. Okay. We have not submitted it, but we did just rewrite it. Okay, cool. Then submit that to Stellar under the December 10th um, final, final one. And then final. resubmit it again. Resubmit it again for changes. Sure. Okay. The big thing. What do you want risks to have? It um, seems like by the end, their risks are kind of meaningless. By December 10th, risks are too late. Yeah, but yeah, so just keep the risks you originally had. Um, okay, if you so we, have, we updated the risks right now because like pretty perfect. much every risk we had before didn't make sense. That's perfect. Um, the thing I'm really looking at is 30 seconds of gameplay. Yeah, that's, that completely changed. Cool, because that's the thing we're judging your game on. If your game is not does not look like the 30 second gameplay, it's a huge red flag for us. Yes. Uh, actually, there, there probably are still risks on December 10th. There won't be implementation risks. There won't be like, can we implement something? It'll be more of the what happens when real people try to use this thing. Yeah. Right. So you can, well, we can write those. Well, I think that risk is December 8th. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, because we're testing with 100 players. Yeah, yeah, but it might be. What what happens when the next 100 players come along? Sure, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what happens long term? Yeah, you, and there's you, like real there's real this. deployment. Okay. Sure, yeah. are they? Um, for your product backlog and task list, are these prioritized when you look at them? Um, like you're using I, Asana, right? Yeah. Do you use priority? We did not do we a good job of do soft priority, small, medium, large, oh, yeah, on some like tasks. Yeah. No, that's, that's size. That's size. That's size, but you don't necessarily so have. So I think okay. they sh they should be theoretically they should be ordered by priority. Okay. Yeah, that would be because it looks because um, it doesn't look like they're ordered by name or something else. I don't know. We couldn't tell how you how you're organizing it. So hopefully you are thinking about that as you are moving closer yeah. to the deadline and have to choose, I'm gonna work on this right now. Make sure it's all nice. Yeah, I think now that will be more important. How are um, you, are you doing work over the weekend, over the break? I will probably do a little bit, but mostly other work. Cool, yeah, no, we can tell you don't. Like, don't plan on, being, on having, a, that's bonus work, right? Yeah. But if you are working individually elsewhere, you're not able to talk to each other, how yeah. do you know what you're working on? That's the, yeah. big, that's the big thing for that. Um, one of the, uh, the big things that we're noticing on your uh, list of things, a lot of them are mostly server and game system based. Uh, probably also because you've been getting a lot of feedback from Pablo who, and people who've been running this game in front of the audience. Right. You're not getting a whole lot of feedback from the people who are actually playing it on the client side. Yes, yeah. that's true. So um, the thing I'm really, really worried about is that the client side user interface doesn't look like it's actually changed all that much. I mean, I'm sure the technology has, but the actual user experience Yeah. Happened. So. Uh, I am worried that uh, that you're not actually getting in useful usability information and then iterating yeah. on the client experience. Yeah. Um, and so you mentioned in the presentation you were dropping phaser. Are you in the process of dropping phaser? We have you started? We're yeah. done with that. So you're no longer in phaser. You've got something else. Yeah. It's buggy. Well, you've got something it's a little bit buggy, but it's okay. almost as good cool. as we had before. Because we were going to ask, do you really need to drop phaser? So you're already done. So why bother asking? Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, and you know, give some give some time looking at your scoring mechanism. And you kind of hand waved through it during the presentation. As we've got, here's a couple different ways we can do scoring. Are you are you thinking about scoring as a team, or are you relying on the client to come up with that with that? Um, so, I'm actually not sure why our scoring works the way it does because yeah. it's harder to implement and it's also not very doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, like there's a specific function that makes sure that you only get one point, and you might as well get more than one point. Um, I think that's just something that has been low priority and hasn't been fixed, um, especially because nobody actually understands how they're getting points, and they only ask at the end of the game, wait a minute, how did I get points? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you might, I mean, two ways that you can resolve that. One is you play test it, and then you ask people how they think that they should yeah. be getting points. But the other way is you just ask Tom. <laughs> yeah. You know, and let him make the decision for you. Third way, 
if you're with family members, you can play the regular, the, yeah. the analog game, come up with a scoring mechanism. Like, just do it. You don't need to be programming to do it. You can probably do it really quickly. My, my guess is that a cumulative scoring system will give you more differentiation between players, yeah. whereas uh, the one point for every, you know, for everybody kind of uh, situation means a lot of people get it. Yeah. Uh, are these, um, looks like you have actually three backlogs, is that it's, true? This is backlog and these are task lists. The oh, I see, I see, I see. The, I see, yeah, I see. Same system, but yeah. Uh, okay, so does that mean it's repeated? I've got this is the backlog and these are task lists of the same thing? I, know there was, I think it's repeated in both places. Do you have one list? No. You've, yeah. So you should have somewhere one list that lists everything you need to do prioritized. So that way, when one of you don't have something exactly like that. The reason why you want that is so that if I'm working on the back end and I've gotten to all my priority two stuff done, I'm working on priority three stuff, but on the front end, there's only priority one. There's a whole bunch of priority one bugs. Okay. I need to switch to the front end. I see. Okay. Right. So far, I don't think anybody has. Now part of that, there's a learning curve problem for doing that, yeah. but if you get that far out of whack, you really need to be, be ready or be aware of the fact that that, that might happen. I see. Yeah. Um, so it also does you no good to implement a feature on the back end that's not implemented on the front end and vice versa, really. For, for some features, the features that pair at least, right? So there's got to be really close communication and, and one way to handle that is to have a unified list bugs and features intermingled sometimes, right? right? What's the most important thing to do next? And I would be a little bit worried if this is your entire organization system um, about stuff falling through the cracks pretty easily, especially since you're dividing your team up into subgroups to sort of handle front-end, back-end problems. That yeah. means that there's a, it's not a communication barrier, but there's no highway of communication. Like, you know, since you are separated out, you will tend to forget to inform the other side of what's going on. Um, yeah. So. And the one list also helps with that. Um, and also, let's see, did I see here, that you're, are you adding word lists? Is that, or do I make that, may I make that up? No, I just saw cloud words in oh, the export. Oh, they have a word cloud on the back end now. Yeah, not for players. I see, so. That's been, that's been around. Got it, so the back end, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so then, um, for so are you, for example, not bothering to have a feature for collusion or cheating? No. Okay. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, we have no anti-cheating. All right, cool. You probably should mention that explicitly somewhere. I'm not sure where that goes, yeah, though. Yeah, okay, it's an cool. anti-task, certainly. Actually, and to the client, for example, you'd want to make sure the client knows, this is the thing we're not doing, and you probably don't care because of your use case, but we should mention it in case you go, no, wait a minute. Um, your final presentation is a great place for that. As a, yeah. here's something we thought about and didn't do because of this. Yeah. yeah. Although if you do, yeah, if you do have any, 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 any conversation with the client, mention that. Yeah. Because if, you, if, if they, they're like, that's crazy, you want to know that before the final presentation. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> not that you might, you might not be able to do anything about it with the time you've got, but it'd be good to be aware if maybe there is an easy solution the client can come up with or whatever that you haven't. That, because maybe full cheating stopping is not necessary, but some minor things yeah, I are. Mean, I think that the way they run it, if you cheated, it'd be obvious, first of all, right? Like, they're going to show Oh, because the, the cloud. So, like, okay, what, yeah. What you did Who put cat and dog in here? That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Okay, cool. That, that may well be enough right there. Um, all right. And also, they want us to focus on pretty serious players. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so who aren't going to be cheating? Cheat. All right, cool. That, that's a nice advantage, and that's a thing to include in your in your target. If, if you mention your target audience, is in fact people who are who've already drunk the Kool Aid. They're already on your team, right? They're 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 not trying to. It's not whack people on the internet who are going to do whatever yeah. they want. It's not, that's it's that's an important. Like not players. It's not, not typical yeah. Players. Sure. That's that's an important thing to mention in your vision statement. Actually, it's, yeah. if it, if it's not in there already, is that I, I haven't I'm I'm behind on that, but yeah, but. Given that your game is designed to work both on phone and on laptop, uh, oh, on the PC, you do want to set up multiple test sessions so that you can test your user interface on both clients. Um, maybe you're testing them simultaneously, but then you have to make sure that when you're getting your usability feedback, you are getting some usability feedback from the phone users and some customers. It's very different. Uh, yeah. 
different. So I think that, that's sort of a weird feature where, as far as the class is concerned, I don't think we care about the mobile interface. Okay, all right. Like, that's not something that we're promising. Okay. In terms oh, good. Of good. Okay, clear that, about wasn't, that. That, that wasn't clear on the priority like, list. Um, yeah. On the other hand, it seems easy enough and the client really wants it. Okay. okay. All right. Um, you might want to do the will get will 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 guarantee that the PC site will work, and if you want us to do the mobile side, maybe pay us. Yeah. <laughs> Here's zero point nine B. You get one point zero with the dosh. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this is real work that you're doing for that that real people get paid to do. You know, and and. and for the sake of this class, we want you to turn in a polished product, and we never ask you to target two platforms. The client does, obviously, but then it's also reasonable to tell the client yeah. first priority beyond the scope of the class. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, he's, I think he's very he's been very good about mentioning that every time. Yeah. Okay. Sure. He wants us to do well in the class, not sure, sure. make him happy. Well, and that's another place where your prioritization can help a lot, right? Yeah. You yeah. want to make sure that the, that the web interface on a thing with a t keyboard yeah. is the one that's highest priority and if you have time then you make the mobile one work I and mean, you're gonna already have problems with your, po your poor mobile people on their phones or typing really slowly compared to the people on the computers. Yeah, this, so. this is something we talked about in terms yeah. of fairness that sort of got yeah. dropped because it's very hard to do. Oh yeah, you can't compensate for the fairness but it's a thing to be aware of obviously, yeah. All right. Yeah, so I have a yeah. question about deployment. How long after the course will the game have to be up? Um, at least, <laughs> at least the end of calendar. Through January. Oh, through, through, through the whole of January? Yeah, through the yeah, whole of January if possible. If you can't do that, let us know. And then come up, we'll come up with a different solution. Grading is really, is really soon. Like, we're going to do grading. Yeah, grading will be open um, before then. Well before then. If you have a, um, if you have a, a way to deploy it to a different platform, a different server, if that's what, if that is what is necessary, then we'll, we'll think about that. But that's the other thing to we're going to have a conversation with, with Pablo at the end of, at the end of the class to figure out. And OCW how it's would been like used. to figure out also. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. Mm. OCW wants to actually. That's right. Forever. So ours is a little bit more tricky. Yours is more yeah. tricky. Find, find a solution for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you if we we can talk this is something we can talk about after class this is something we can talk about during class the after January first it's not going to be part of the grade because like the grade's right. already done by December fifteenth yeah but but for OCW capture we'd like to have something there yeah. what, does it, what does it run on now it's a node server yeah, it's a node server policy. actually it's two node servers unfortunately yeah. one for the back end and then so the front end is just static actually the front end is HTML now so. Yeah. Right. Maybe we can talk to, to Red Cross Red Crescent about finding money to pay for the servers. Basically. Yeah. And, okay. may, and maybe even money for one of the US student workers and being helped. Exactly. So that's something to put in your vision statement too, is like a, or as a release note or something. Somewhere. The same place the caveats go for yeah, the risks section. Like, you know, yeah, actually, risks is a good place. Yeah, that's that's close, close what we've got for yeah. that. Risks, cheating, risks, Deployed. server goes down. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, we take too much of your time. Thank you. Right. Have a good holiday. Thank you very much. So, looking at your project, the biggest thing we found was can you cut one of your mini games? Is that even possible? So, yeah, we already cut one of our mini games. And so, how long? You're at three. So, you cut one down to three. Yeah. Do you need three? Does three. Is it like three the magic number that just says everything's wrapped up together? Or if one of those fell away and you polish two, is that good enough? I think two would like significantly change how like the the game fundamentals. Or just like in terms of like it's like kind of a puzzle, so it's like if you only had two clues versus three clues, it okay. makes it like more of a puzzle element. Also the fact that each game covers like we cut down one game that sort and combined it so that to minimize to still try to cover everything mm -hmm. we want to yeah. teach. Yeah. We'd have and to we find can... ways to teach the what was in the minigame we cut in other like Absolutely. dialogue or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. cool. Sure. So cutting a minigame would in fact mean a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. That's that's All a right. perfect excellent answer. Um, otherwise we're looking through your product backlog. Um, your prioritization look looked really good to me and Philip. Um, so I think you're, and do you feel like you're, you're in control of the information that you have right now? Of where you are in your, on your team, where you are on your project? Yeah, I think our team, like, since the way we structured it, it's like everything has to, like, come together, but, like, putting it together will not take as long as, like, it would originally, because, like, we kind of all divided up tasks, like, everyone's working on the same kind of tasks, like, for the same thing, mm -hmm. but, like, we just have to put it all together, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's very modular, like, 
since we have three mini games, then we have like so many more on the main scene, mm -hmm. and then we have end scene. So like you just have to like put the pieces together. Okay. Cool. Can you pull up the vision statement really quick? So yeah. um, on Monday I mentioned talk about the vision statement, change it if you need to. On yours, um, it looked pretty good. Um, I really like. I really like the narrative aspect of the thirty seconds of gameplay. Does your game still feel like there's a narrative to it, to it though? Like, is it as strong in that game? So I think um, it's probably not as strong as it wanted to be right now, but that's only because the dialogue hasn't been really written. I mean, yeah, exactly. Been drafted. Yeah, we're like yeah. we're going through like revising. Okay, cool. Um, it's not due till December tenth for reals. Mm -hmm. So um, we just that was an exercise just to make sure that you do it now mm -hmm. rather than waiting to the last minute. Yeah. Um, so, to when you when you once you have a finished version in, um, turn it in on Stellar under the December tenth deadline, um, and then and yeah, they really make sure that the the thirty seconds of gameplay are are more representative of what the game really is. Um, are you having problems with the title? Are you having problems with the title? I would say so. Yeah. What is the problem? Too many ideas or too few? Yeah. Okay. That's actually the easier one to deal with, uh, I think. <laughs> because when you resolve it, no one's mad. <laughs> um, what, are your like, what are your strategies for that? We haven't. We've been ignoring it. You've been ignoring it. Okay, okay that's, that's actually a, f that's a fine place to be. Because it's relatively easy to brainstorm it, but if you tried that and it didn't work, Because, yeah. yeah, a title does, even if it happens last minute, it's another art asset to create, another thing to integrate. Yeah. Um, We've been thinking, like, as we do, we'll just get a name for the village and we'll be, like, saving. Village name? Beautiful. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That sounds easy. That's fine. Um, is there a, have you been brainstorming like water themes? Like water names? Water names. Uh, Maybe a Ga like the Ghana yeah, word for we water? Looked, we looked through like Ghana stuff, but like, like Ghana city names and then like we haven't actually like looked through like specifically, like we should, we have to work on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Is that on your backlog? It is. All right. <laughs> Score. Yes, at the, like, at the, the very, very bottom, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Find a name that isn't offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's important. How has that been going along since we last talked to you um, about the, the um, research. research and stuff? Are you done with that, or are you still in process, progress oh, with that? So, well, we got together and did like a mega research, like find all the things and get inspiration from it, for, um, like, mainly for the artists, so that we can get like a cohesive theme together. And I, I think that also helps inform the decision, um, the design behind um, the water filtration game, for example. So, yeah, I mean, I think still, like, if we, if the artists ever need to make something new, we still like look up and see if we can find references. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, so I actually don't think that I have played this game because mini games sounds like a new thing to me. Um, Saving Animal Village. Give me quick five. Second playthrough, I hit that, I'm sure. Minigame one, yes. Droop, droop, purify water conversation goes here. I will purify, yay. This is the minigame? Hmm. hmm. The down button should be a uh, next button. Oh, excellent. Oh, excellent, and now I play the game where I'm doing some actual sorting and this is an actual game. All right, cool. I'm going to assume that I do something like this. All right, cool. Main thing I, so, when I am putting on my um, um, feasibility hat and I hear the word minigame, I always think, <gasps> but it seems like you actually have a minigame. Good job, a minigame. <laughs> minigames tend to just be... Game games. The many, many, many games. Many games. M-A-N-Y. Yes, minigames is not what you want. What you actually want is minigames. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. This is a house. <laughs> All right, you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of features here. Yeah. Um, and is that this is cool. A mini game, or is yes. this okay? It's a mini game. All right. All right. All right. I see here. Okay. Cool. And so, I, so, how much more do you think is going into these mini games? So we just um, for two of them, I haven't actually on the had an update on, on the, the symptoms one. one. Okay. But symptoms one should probably just be dialogue and pictures. Is it? Got it. Um, the water filtration should be an instruction page or an uh, interactive tutorial at the mm -hmm. beginning, so you just don't like dive into it and it's like, what's happening? Um, and, and I think just clear instructions for the water placement. I see. Okay. 
the main thing that we have to do right now is just the end game. Making sure that um, you can, once you finish all the mini games, you have the clues you need to take from there, mm. and you can have that conversation. Cool. Okay. Got it. Um, and also our answers. Cool. All right. I win! Yay! <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so you have three mini games and they're like doing stuff. That's good. Um, All right. Those are the symptom. Right. Do you have any? So it seems like for the most part, these mini games are relatively simple. The code is actually not. There's not much. It's a. And you're using click the right like thing. You're using assets because of that. Um, do you have any? Any unknowns, sort of tech-wise, at this point? You sort of know everything, or is there? We're not sure how that works. Any, so, anything like that left? Um, I don't know how. I think something that has been buggy consistently, maybe it's changed now. I'm not updated on it. Is the conversation UI? Yeah. Yeah. This so. we we are going to do. It's basically we need to uh, iron out a few bugs with the conversation UI a bit and make it more uh, make the visual aspect of it uh, more appropriate with the theme that we're going with, with mm -hmm. our assets. Um, but other than that, code-wise, there's just a couple bugs that won't be hard to adjust. Okay. All right. Cool. Yep. Um, so if, you know, you know, do a glance, I'm sure you already have, but, but, but make sure that you're, but anything that has any question marks at all with it is higher priority. Yeah. Yeah. Not, maybe, maybe not even finishing it, right? Like if maybe, if it's the case that you go over the task and you're like, okay, now the question marks are gone and I'm comfortable moving it down in priority, Feel free to do that, but make sure that those question marks are done sooner than later. Because any time a question mark, it might become five question marks, and then you're in trouble. So just make sure you look at it seriously as a high priority item. Is when is sound going in? So we have sound files mm -hmm. in a folder, but yeah, it okay. probably go in. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. we ended up. They were taking a long time to push. According to Rachel, they were taking a long time to push to our test server. Okay. So we just removed the assets and just pushed it without the sound. Okay. We, we do have some sound. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Um, generally speaking, sound much like art. Um, if the file is the problem, use a stupid file. Right. Um, it's. At this stage of development, it's more important that it make sound than it make the right sound. Yeah. Um, and so, because again, you might discover that, oh, it turns out playing that sound is harder than we thought because we can't use an AUG file. This is the kind of thing you want to know. But, okay. all right, cool. Great. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good holiday. Um, I think I've only played the paper version. No, you played the computer version. No, I did. Way back when. Yeah, Way back when. Yes, I did. You are so right. Not, you have a new version that we're building up that's still very broken. Okay. The new, the new so book. no thing more playable than that. Correct. Okay. Right. Unfortunately. All right. We kind of rehauled the, the system of the game. Like, yeah. the gameplay's focus is a lot different. We cut out a lot of stuff, and we're focusing more on washing your hands is great, and cholera travels through water. Yeah. So. Is that based on Got feedback it. from Monday or yeah, previous? Yeah, that's correct. We also have very good feedback. Good. Um, okay. It was interesting. So one of the crucial things we were wondering about is we, we were like sort of designing our game with a huge variety of options. But we recently switched to this new thing that we really like a lot, um. which um, is that basically we roll out the mechanics one by one. So we start with one village and like two or three options, maybe only two. Um. And um, it actually just is the case that one of them is better than the other, right? Because it's if it's the point of the game is to teach you something, like it's okay if just washing your hands is OP and something else is uh -huh. like not so great, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then it actually slowly becomes more and more of a game where we roll out another village, right? Now you have to trade off balancing your resources. Okay. okay. But then another village appears that's upstream of both of them. And suddenly the trade-offs become not so clear, where before it was just one thing is more price effective than another. Suddenly, you actually have to care about how infected they are because boiling your water will reduce the extent to which you're infected by upstream water. Uh, and you know, and he really liked that. Okay. As a, as a so that that sounds awesome. Yeah. How does that get affected by that change based on the UI that we saw? Is it the same? Is it using the it, same? It's going to end up being the, the same sort of system. It's only that the pop-up screen now is limited to push options because okay. they are so these are, you removed a ton of options, you aren't creating new options. Correct. What I'm hearing, right? yeah, basically we, we basically gutted a whole bunch of the options that seemed redundant and apparently weren't helpful to people on a local scale. Mm -hmm. And then we changed those options so that they're more distinct. So while before it was just like the higher magnitude to price ratio of 
effect. Now it's like some things only really touch infection rate, some things just cure people and don't touch infection rate. Now cool. you have things that affect, have that upstream, downstream play. Okay. Affecting it, yeah. Cool. So that's the other crucial thing we were struggling with before is how to make legitimate, actually meaningful gameplay choices when if you just have a bunch of options, there's going to be some like static build, mm. just like the correct one, right? But so we need to make it so that it was more situation dependent. Mm. And um, Jenny had a great idea, which was to uh, have to be highly affected by, like, have basically we have a thing that's the best for reducing infection rate locally, mm. and then a thing that's the best for reducing the extent to which you spread infection downstream, and a thing that's the best at protecting you from infection that's upstream. Great. And um, and then suddenly, you know, that can be made incredibly clear to the player, right? We're not hiding what the best no. build is. You're playing rock paper scissors. Yeah, that's exactly. What it sounds like. Okay. Awesome. And, um, All right. So, um, but so, sounds like UI-wise, obviously, this is a huge, huge improvement. Just removing the options, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but when you start having a little bit of, do you already have the crosstalk in your game code between villages going on? Yes, we had that previously. All right. So again, this is still mostly. It really is cutting. You're actually mostly cutting rather than adding. It sounds like. All right. Cool. But you are still adding the new UI. Correct. Um, which. You're, I, I imagine we're gonna we would see if we were looking at your backlog now mm -hmm. or soon, a lot of that would, would be in the backlog. Yeah. So I think right now you've got some very. Can you go to the actually go to the task list? I think this might have been the vague one. Oh yeah, the sprint task list. Yeah, yeah, that's like, like wicked way vague. Tomorrow, but this needs to be submitted today. Yeah, yeah. So you get like this really vague description. Yeah, we figured that. No, it's, that's. It'll we, be. It'll probably be in the in sprint task list five. I, I'll outline the stuff that. We're I often specific. don't care what's in this. Mm -hmm. the, I use what's in this to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I knew exactly what, what was going on. Okay. Okay. So that's okay. That's All right, good. Okay. Cool. Um, and if you didn't turn me into anything, that's like, okay, you're really on fire. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, um, Phil, Philip and I were talking about the UI that you were doing. You had mentioned when you were in the presentation, Civilization. Um, but Philip and I also, um, Philip actually remembered this. Um, if you go to Mall Industria, it's a, um, uh, Pablo Petrocini is a serious game designer. Um, he might hate the term serious. But he made a game called, uh, I think it was called the McDonald's game? I don't know. Um, I think it's called the McDonald's game. Again, this is Philip's idea. Um, that has basically, there's a lot of different screens going on in that game, but if oh, you were to make your game, one? it might be, okay, yeah. Exactly if, you're, if, if your game had as much UI as one of those working screens, then, it, then you'd be gold. So that's kind of like a bar to set yourself towards. Um, but I think you could probably match, especially now that you've cut a bunch of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can look, look at that as yet another way of like seeing how they're, how they're he's putting together all these UI elements. They're doing all these systemic changes in this very simple interface. So take a look at that. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, can you go to the vision statement? Yep. So vision statement, um, on Monday I asked for you to um, revise it. Yep, I Ma haven't revised, I haven't submitted it yet. Okay, it's cool. It's right here on my computer. Great, submit it under the December 10th deadline. Okay. And then if you have a, a new version afterwards, submit it there. Mm -hmm. um, and again, the big thing that I was really looking for is that 30 seconds of gameplay actually reflecting what the game really is. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, did you do this? read it real quick, this is what I, I have now for the 30 seconds of gameplay, if that's better. Yeah. That yeah. sounds like, well, kind of. That looks to me like an overview of a lot of gameplay. More than 30 the thing is, it was hard to cut it into 30 seconds because if you don't know the beginning of the game, then like doing 30 seconds in the middle doesn't make sense, and doing 30 seconds in the beginning doesn't make sense either. So that's why I kind well, of like. I might question that. So let's pretend, if you take us, what is it that you are doing in 30 seconds in the game? Is you're probably looking at one village and saying, what's the right intervention for me to do right now? Can you describe that experience in a way that's that, that at all? Like, okay. I need to wait. I, I decide that because there's nobody downstream, I don't need to worry about this thing. So I'm going to just direct everyone to boil their water. Like, okay, describe the thought yeah. process. And so I th that, that might be more like the major gameplay concept or the vision. Yeah. Itself, like, okay. like, that's what you're doing for the whole game. Absolutely. You're doing all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but the third thing in the gameplay is, is really about what does a game feel like in the moment? And it's a planning game, so it's hard to do 30 seconds of gameplay that's meaningful, but... So if rock, paper, scissors is a way to, to synthesize that, or 
I'm making choice A versus choice B now. Yeah, because your game is about weighing choices and making a good one. So, so it's okay for 30, 30, 30 seconds of gameplay should be about making a choice, right? Um, uh, so um, if what you have that runs now is very similar to what I saw a while ago at this point, um, is this backlog up to date, out of curiosity? Uh, so not really. It still okay. needs to be fixed. A lot All right. of stuff is like in pro. Okay. It's difficult. So tasks have been split up, and like I'm somewhat removed from the coding, so I don't yeah. actually know what's being done. All right. So for me, it's hard to edit it. All right. So Do you I'm have not a exactly sure? What so I would claim that not over the holiday, but you know, priority on Monday would be to make sure it is up to date, so you guys know what's going on. Because for me, looking at it, hearing that I can't play a newer version than the one I played a while back, and seeing this backlog, I think, uh oh. So it may be that you're much better off than that. But I think your, your highest priority task on, let's say, Monday is find out if you're in trouble or not. Yeah. And if yeah. the answer is we know we're in trouble, then OK, you still need to do it so you know what trouble you're in and how you contribute it to adapt. Yeah. Okay. I don't have much information, but I'm a little bit nervous right now. But I suspect you're better off than it looks on that page. So you have a one, two, three, four, five-person coding team. Would you say one of like one person on that team sits lead? Like, do you have a lead coder? Uh, Harry probably. Yeah, Harry probably. is Harry. Does he know he's lead? The back end. I think he does because okay. he mostly doles it. Him and Derek dole out the tasks, so I assume they know that they're the leads. But okay. Yeah. Well, that could just be you meeting with them to make it easier rather than a full eight-person You might not need the entire eight-person team for that. Um, but again, also there's a difference between the person who knows what the coders are doing and the person who's doing the most code. Yeah. Those are two different fact Absolutely. things. And so you, know, you want to figure out who's really, is, who's really wearing what hat there. Um, um, but yeah. Cool. Have we kept you longer? Thank you. Um, yes, um, thank you for your patience. And yeah. Do you have uh, any specific sort of questions, worries that we can try to talk about? Or just get, get me out of here. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know. I think the big unknown for us right now is the new UI. Right? Yeah. We have the mechanics that we want. Mm -hmm. you know, we really have been playing with the numbers for a while for what infection rates and what efficacies of treatments and what prices. Got it. A beatable game. It's also not trivial. All right, cool. Um, so we have that. The big question is the UI, right? Like the old version of the UI has all sorts of problems where, like, it'll, you know, it, it'll constantly orphan UI elements and then sort of accumulate on the screen. Got it. Got it. So it's it's buggy among other. It's buggy, but the so I'm much more worried about having a functioning UI. So one thing I think about is if we suddenly find we don't have anything working at some point. You know, what sort of bare bones UI would work, right? Like, for example, you could conceive of a system, and this is something we're sort of unclear on, right? If you conceive of a UI that works entirely, it would be very, very simple. It would take like, you know, half an hour to write, or absolutely every single action in the game is like a keyboard thing. Like, mm -hmm. The four villages are mapped to the columns Q through Z, W through X, right. and like, that grid of 12 buttons does every single act, right? Right. So it could be reduced to that, right? It would take a half hour to write. Sure. The question sure is, having to explain that though. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so you can't ship with that. <laughs> but it might be worth doing if it really only takes half an hour so you can test your game as it exists. Yeah. Sure. But there's also a question Internally. Like, there's also a question whether we, we're still unclear if we have to, t uh, maybe other people are, but I remember one point hearing something about, like tablets for what we. Oh, yeah. Maybe. We don't need to no, no, you don't. No, you're, you've got a single platform. It's what you've been developing on. Okay, yeah. it's this. It's that. Yeah, that's yeah. what you've been developing on. Or developing whatever. Before, at this point, platform. I would say, yeah, whatever's. We we want actually want to grade it on a computer rather than a tablet. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly good, right. Good. Yeah. Totally, totally true. No, tablet was if it was a challenge if you wanted to take. Okay, it. good. The client was like. <laughs> so what's the? I totally misunderstood that. Uh, no, so the after yeah. the, the after class life of this game and the other Cholera game is they are being presented to um, UNICEF as a possible funder for games of that nature. Okay. So it's like. You want to make, like, UNICEF wants to, to make games about cholera for Ghana, and you're saying, here are what those games might look like. Here are prototypes. Okay. These are not the games you're, we're going to ship to you. Right. But if they were going to be the games, so, like, when we're setting one of these games, you're going to be saying, right, now, now imagine this is a tablet-style game. Right. 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 Okay. 
Um, the, and the other thing is that if you are after if you are graduating and you wanted to work on this project, and if in Red Cross Red Crescent had funding for that project, they might hire the students who worked on these games to, to make that project. So sure. it's very much a talk in January kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So generally speaking, if the so. If that takes a big worry of the UI off your shoulders, awesome. But regardless, if you have an unknown like that, like is the new UI, is that a big question mark? I'd make sure you schedule it, prioritize it higher. Sounds like you have your gameplay under control, which is awesome. But you want to make sure that whatever unknowns you have are scheduled sooner so that if they go horribly awry, you have time to adapt to that problem. And my last one is going to be, you've already cut a lot. Can you cut more? <laughs> like I want, when you meet on Monday and you say and you say are you in, are you in trouble? Like, all right, you, you you proved you can cut a bunch of stuff. You could probably cut a little bit more out of it too. Um, assuming it's the kind of cutting that doesn't create new work. Right. right. But I would start with that. Where where the heck are we? If you yeah. don't if you don't know. Yeah. Probably all eight of you don't know where you are. So it's worth getting all eight of you to know where you are. Oh. <laughs> I see such, I see the subsets I see like resulted in not being even, I didn't even realize that people I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, and that's, that's why the last project is, is so tough actually. Yeah. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't fit the school year very well. It, yeah, unfortunately it's a shorter term than we'd like to have, but yeah. Eight people's a lot yeah. to keep organized even with full time. It's only a seven, don't worry, there's no eight person. <laughs> okay, <cool. laughs>